It's just about that time of the week. Time for the weekly Weebs podcast. Grab your friends, family, waifus, and husbandos, and join your favorite Weebs for an exciting show of anime talk. Hosts Crimson, Frenchie, Wickwicky, and Zario Machini will review and suggest shows, talk about news from the industry, and tackle some of the biggest arguments in the world of anime. It's the Weekly Weebs Podcast, starting now. Oh, welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Weebs. This is your ASMR session. Your news today from me is about the new art piece that came out about One Piece and the manga collection. They made a whole book with every single volume in it that has been up to now. If I remember correctly, and it's literally all just one book. It's really cool. Except the guy didn't put the creator's name on it. He put his name instead. And One Piece is one singular uh, word, which is super weird. Like, give the guy some credit. Even though it's still fucking cool as shit. Gonna be yeah, impossible like 12, to read. Yeah, pages or something like oh, yeah. that. It's gonna be impossible to read. But it's fucking cool. That thing's dummy thick. Yeah. Like, that thing's thicker than, well, a snicker. <laughs> There's, like, no possible way I feel like someone can read that. If... Uh, you could just have it it's like possible. at the it's end be a pain. Of, a, of a long table, uh, and just like stand at the edge of the table, I guess. <laughs> it. Or just sitting down, and you have to read it standing up. <laughs> As you get that, like yeah. lower, lower, yeah, you, you start going to a squat, and then sit. It's too much work to read that. I'd rather <laughs> just get the individual volumes. Yeah, but that's my news, anyways. Crimson. Hello, it's Crimson. Uh, my news for you guys today is about uh, Ruby Ice Queendom. Uh, earlier this summer, they announced that they were going to be doing a dubbing for it, and they were having some trouble with the simul dubbing, but they finally have a release date for the dubbed of Ice Queendom. It comes out on the 25th of this month, so keep your calendars open. I sure as fuck will be keeping mine open because I'm very excited for it. Uh, and yeah, that's my news. To my left. So we finally have a uh, potential release date for Chainsaw Man. Oh? It is supposed to come out October 11th of this year. I'll believe it oh, when episode one is on Crunchyroll. I'll <laughs> believe it then. Yep. Because then everything else will probably get delayed for the rest of the season. <laughs> but we're supposed to have a lot of really good releases coming up in October, including the new season of MHA, of Mob Psycho... Uh, to Your Eternity Season 2, and Chainsaw Man has been one of the most anticipated anime over the last year. This manga's so good, dude. And I'm excited to finally, hopefully, have it coming out. It's so good. Yeah, uh, that'd be sweet. It's going to be a good year for, or a oh good yeah. fall for anime. In October, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday all have different episodes of different shows releasing every single day. Mm-hmm. So, oh, you literally have something to watch wait. every single week of the week for at least 24 weeks. Jeez. That used to be a thing uh, during the pandemic. There was Dr. Stone, uh, Fire Force, uh, oh god, what was it? There was like two or three other shows, but it was like back to back to back. And it was great. I loved it. It's going to be awesome. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember Grey. Yeah. Grey Hollow, he uh, told uh-huh. me that, I haven't gotten to the point in Chainsaw Man yet, but he said, you'll never think of snowball fights the same way. And that has me so intrigued, I don't know how I feel about it. Also, 
any of you want to borrow the first volume of Chainsaw Man, it is super fucking funny. One of my favorite quotes is, I think he said, if I remember correctly, if I'm going to fight so. If I'm gonna fight somebody, I'm gonna aim for the nuts every time. Like, that's in air quotes. I don't know if that's exactly word for word what he said, but that is basically the gist of it, and I fucking laugh my ass off. That's one of the greatest lines I've ever heard. Oh, yeah, dude. He just straight kicks this dude in the nuts. It's fucking hilarious. Jeez. And rounding out our news. What's up, guys? It's Zario Machini. Uh, so my news is that Mob Psycho has released a new promotional video. Uh, you know, it's just talking about the fact that it's coming back, but it's mostly just highlighting Reagan, just showing some of his uh, good moments from the first two seasons, of which there are many to pick from. Uh, yeah, so it's a, a good, good way to get yourself hyped up and just a reminder that it's coming out October 5th in Japan. October 7th on Cartoon Network. It's going to be so good. Yep, I'm really hacked up for it. I'm excited. Mob Psycho's the shit. I'm looking forward to it. I love Mob Psycho. Mob Psycho's the best. Dude, I can't wait to see more. Why am I forgetting his name? Is it Reagan? Reagan, yeah. Yeah, him. I want to see more of him. And his awesome special moves. And hopefully Mob <laughs> controls him and makes him feel like he has superpowers again. Yeah, I loved that when he actually became a magical badass. Yeah, hella tight. That's great. Hello, yeah, it's that's me my again. News. It's me again. And your topic for tonight, ASMR. Just kidding. It's not. <laughs> that would be a weird-ass topic. I don't know how we go about that. I... Couldn't tell you. Just anime girl moans every now and then. Just yeah. <laughs> that was a very good one. No, we're going to talk about basically things we hate in anime necessarily, or things that are wrong in anime culture. Just things we don't like about anime. All that jazz. And to round it out, not round it out, to start it out, <laughs> is things I hate. One of the things I hate in anime, and I think you guys can appreciate this too, when it comes to Artist design styles, yes, I'm super into all different kinds of art. You know what I mean? But when people draw big-ass lips, <laughs> it really pisses me off. Like a lot. Yeah. yeah? And I don't know if you guys have things with lips, too, but I, there's probably times where you're just like, this is ugly. Like JoJo's. Some people don't like JoJo's art. I re- I, I'm not a big fan of JoJo's art. Like, I think the show's interesting, but... I, yeah. The art to me is just it. It kind of hurts my eyes after a while. Oh man, I I love JoJo's art, especially uh, it changes slightly in each part, sometimes drastically. Part four's art style and like the way it does colors and everything is gorgeous. Uh, I, I'm not bothered by lips most of the time. They're so ugly. I Kyle's was, mom's lips <laughs> disgusting. I respect what JoJo's did with uh, their art and everything, like it, taking a new approach to it. I respect it. I just personally am not a big fan of it, but I do see what you mean with the lips and everything. I know you're not a fan of Comey because it's of her tiny, tiny ass, ass mouth. mouth. I think that just comes down to uh, Piggy taste and just misproportion things, which is weird because I really like One Piece and 
Odo doesn't give a fuck about proportions or like how no. the human body's supposed to work. Everyone got big old titties. Facts, but and extremely skinny fat waists, except Big Mama. Yeah, I mean, my favorite anime is Code Geass, and everybody has like seven foot limbs. Yeah. So. It's a nightmare before Christmas, Jack Skellington just, shit right there. It just really bothers me. And it's not yeah. necessarily that something really wrong in the community. I just needed to get that off my chest. I don't feel like people hear that enough. <laughs> that That's I hate. totally fair. I think they come as a play at least once a month with one of our assignments. Dude. Oh, yeah. This one I didn't have any problems with our style wise. I think that's another thing we gotta get on a fucking uh, t shirt is fuck the lips. Fuck the lips. Because people <laughs> won't understand it, but they would laugh at it. That would be really funny. The only problem is is uh, if people tried to like search for that shirt on Google, something else would pop up. That's not oh. problem not ours. <laughs> and that's fucking funny. <laughs> Granted they are like D S L you know, but they're still ugly. Sure. DSL is crimson. I'm trying to remember. I'm like, I think I get it. I, I'm like, you acknowledged it. You're like, yes. And then I knew it was. You were I was like, yeah. And I'm like, wait, hold on. Dick sucking lips. Oh, okay. Cow's mom did have some fat, juicy lips, but they're still. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I thought you were gonna hate the lips in orange. I didn't really have an issue with it. I was worried about that at first. It was definitely it was definitely an interesting. Art like style. compared to Kyle's mom's lips, those things on orange piece of cake. Well, all the fucking so many of the characters in fucking erased literally looked like they went and got Botox injections that morning. Look <laughs> yeah. at fucking look yeah. like you ever do that thing where you take the now is it the bubblegum tubes or like the little M M&M and M tubes and you put your lips in it or oh, is it yeah. like tubes and you fucking suck. On it, or like create a suction inside of it. The and Kylie then, lips. And then your lips just yeah. get fucking huge. Yeah. The Kylie that, Jenner lips. That's literally. Well, wasn't it wasn't called that like a trend? Yeah, yeah the yes. Kylie challenge. It was fucking stupid. And people were like going to a well, It's related to the Jenners and the Kardashians. So of course, big. it's fucking stupid. That's fair. Oh, but yeah, fucking terrible. I hated it. I hate the lips. The lips are so dumb. Even Jesus fixed the lips. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> yes, please. Be the Jesus, fuck the lips. Uh, uh, I, I, I feel like I hate the lips is what should be on the t-shirt. It just feels so much more powerful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Crimson, I, I, I hate the lips. Can I commission some art with yeah. ugly lips from you? You want me to draw? Oh, I meant Zerio. Oh, I'm like bold. I was like, are we making bold. lip meta? You, oh. want, you want me to draw what? Ugly ass lips, and put on a T-shirt that says "I hate the lips." Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I'll I'll get on that. All right, hell yeah. I'll try to I'll try to come up with a really just puffy and ugly design. Hell yeah. Now to actually like start talking about an actual trope, I don't know if this would be considered a trope, but something I actually do hate in anime in general. Which is one thing that you said before we started recording, which is incesty stuff in anime constantly. Like that's fucking. Yeah. It's it's really old. Times have evolved, and they shouldn't even happen to begin with. Why is that a thing? I don't know. The Queen of England is dead. We can stop with the incest. Facts. <laughs> Dude, I don't get why people care about that. Why did she? Die? I don't understand it. Terrible person. Yeah. But racist, homophobic, inbred woman. 
That's not in fucking Alabama. Sweet You could have done Great Britain. Ah, fuck. Try that again and see if that rolls off the tongue. Oh, Great, Great Britain. Yeah, sing it. Even... Sweet home, Great Britain. I think there, that sounds there, a lot there, better. There. That sounds a lot better. Should but we yeah. England? <laughs> but it's literally... I want to say, like, at least half of the shows that we've even done on the channel, they're like that. They have some kind of thing to do with that. Ramboya was our most yeah. recent one. Yeah, like, it's fucking gross. But Why is it a thing? Somebody wants to fuck their cousin. Somebody wants to fuck their sibling. Some shit like that. Which is really funny that over. you're the one to bring up that trope because you also said that you were also wanting us to get uh, to watch uh, Sissa, Sissa. Oh, yeah. I hate it, but it's going to be funny <laughs> to have you guys watch this because I do it. And then you also have to. And technically, they're not related. That's besides the point. It's like it's 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 like those step bro videos on porn. Spoiler. Oh. Except it's not actually uh. porn. Or hentai. It's just weird. But yeah, I don't like it. I don't understand it. And I want to say, I hope it's not a cultural thing, but at the same time, I know, I don't know if it's that country, but on that side of the world, there's game shows over there that are like sex games. Yep. Where they have... <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know. Bro, that was literally a thing in America, too. Where they would have someone, a, a female or a male, go in to the show have one of their family members participate and go behind a board and they reveal just the titties and pussy or just the dick and they try and figure out which one is their family member by touching and feeling them up and sometimes having sex with them. Not quite that. Yeah, that's what uh, I'm talking about. Howard, have that over there. Howard Stern had a show for a while called That's Just Wrong where it'd be a trivia contest and they'd have like mother-daughter pairings or father-daughter or mom-son or siblings or something like that. Some combination in the family. What the fuck? If you got the question wrong, you had to take the article of clothing off of the other person. Yeah, I don't like that. Dude, it's fucking gross. And I don't know if that's just like cultural thing or if it's just some dude wanted to make this game show and people watched it. I don't know if it airs on TV. I hope not. But when I was in South Korea too... When I was walking on the street, they had a four-story sex store, right? No doors at all to this place. You just walk straight in. I swear to God, I saw four kids in there. Sheesh. Yeah. It's got to be a cultural thing. I don't know. I don't want to say it is because then I feel bad. Keep in mind, the age of consent is lower in Japan. Um, They view familiar ties a little bit differently when you get to, like, cousins and stuff like that. And that's why that's become a little bit more of a popular trend. Yeah, it's like 13, isn't it? Yep. That's gross. Yeah. That is gross. But, I like... That's where I fucked. The relationship of, like, cousins versus, like, brother-sister is a little bit different. I was like, I'm not going to try and claim to be an expert on it. Yeah. But that's one of the reasons... That's the conversation I have with people about SAO. Because... And I will admit that ARC is terrible. Yes. Because of the... Like, you take the incest out, SAO is probably actually a pretty decent show mm-hmm. overall. Um, like, even ALO was solid if you, you know, get rid of the incest. But everyone talks like, oh, it's his brother. It's like, no, they're actually cousins. No, this doesn't make it right. But I want to explain that it's from a different culture, though. And let's be honest, there are a lot of good shows that have incest. 
So yeah. You, and I just don't understand it. Yeah. Like, you would think that now in today's <laughs> age, that even over there, people are breaking boundaries when it comes to like tattoos and stuff. Like it's they're it's starting to evolve on that side of the world, like, especially with their cultural differences. But you would think that now it would have gotten past that point, especially with how the world is now, that it's weird and not okay. But there's also super weird people out there that like lollies. Well, I can lead into like, another trope. Is yeah, underage lollies. Yeah. I, I want to know what manga writers or just Japan as a whole... Is Everyone is horny. Yeah, but... Everyone I want to know what they're thinking by thinking that those kind of tropes are a good idea and make people... Because they're popular in Japan. And I do know that I think when it comes to the sales and manga and stuff in general, not necessarily when it comes to just lollies, but shows, stuff that people view more and sells more for some reason is like the protagonist is a young person and not necessarily an adult. Yeah. Like that, that stuff I, sells. I just, I'm totally more. fine with everyone being in high school. Can we? Just, can they just be eighteen? Yeah, like, I would be seniors. Like, well, and I, guess, I guess that goes back to the age of consent thing, like the difference between like the America and Japan. Because kids are viewed. <laughs> I let a read a thing today that it was a top tier superpower idea. Every time you sneeze, a pedophile explodes. So let's hope that's real. And yeah. Bro, if that's the case, anytime I have my sneeze attacks, man, there's a lot of We're getting of rid of deaths. a lot of anime fans. Oh my gosh. <laughs> have you held a cat since you found out you're not allergic to cats yet? I have pet a cat. I pet, uh, oh, uh, what was the cat, Gary's? Marley? Yeah. You also touched Athena. Barely. Like, I tried to poke her nose and she just kept backing away. Yeah, she do that. Autumn, you don't have to avoid crimson anymore. He just runs and jumps. I was laughing when I saw that actually happen. Um, but yeah, the, but the fact that they designed them specifically like that is just weird. Like okay. why? Like why do you gotta make a thirty-two-year-old what? Like fucking perfect example of a lolly. I think is a lolly that popped in my head, except for when she transforms into her actual form. If biscuit is that her name from Hunter Hunter? Yeah. 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 Her. Yeah. Um, like, Elaine from Seven Deadly Sins. Uh, Bond's girlfriend. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah yeah yeah. Um. I guess charming. Yeah, I was gonna say charming. That counts. Well, yeah. Her design is made that way, but she has confirmed that she is twenty six prior to. That doesn't mean shit, though. Elaine is technically thousands of years old. Oh, I guess that, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I guess yeah. There's literally, that's one of the arguments in anime is that you'll have a girl that is actually fourteen but looks like she's in her mid twenties, and you'll have a girl who's in her forties but looks like she's twelve years old. <laughs> I would argue a show that doesn't do that is Naruto. I don't think I've ever seen a lolly in that show. In Naruto? Yeah, lolly. I think they uh, uh, like age-appropriate their designs and characters throughout the show as a whole for the most part. Yeah. I, I can't think of a single character right now on the top of my head. Where they... And when they start to like have any sort of fan service, it's in the later parts. I mean, Hinata is definitely sexualized, and she's like 16. Oh, yeah, 100%. Wait, Hinata? Yeah. I've completely... Was thinking you said Lady Tsunade for a second. No, and not as, <laughs> like, her design with them tickle biddies. But yeah, still, 100%. Completely yeah. sexualized. Yeah. And she's 16. But again, Japan's a different culture where 
you're an adult legally able to have sex at 13. Which is creepy, but it's also their culture. So, like, I understand. Granted, didn't we have that for the longest time? And I want to say, like, what, 50 years ago, maybe? I don't want to say it's that recent. But, like, didn't... Wasn't wasn't it lower, like, not that long ago? Not in our lifetime, but, like, our family members' lifetimes when they were children? Yeah, the lowest I've ever heard of was, like, 14. I mean, you can get married in a lot of states at 16 if you're pregnant. That's so gross. Um, the South will rise again, but the age of consent will not. <laughs> the only kind of one, the whole lolly thing. I mean, uh, Keijo was one of those ones that um, is a really good example because they're all out of high they're school. All, yeah, they're all like 18 oh, or 20. I, th- I thought they said that, that, that she was 16. That's no. technically their college. Yeah. Uh, uh, they're all adult. Yep. Gotcha. No, Keijo's actually a good example of age appropriate. Surprisingly. Um, but like, if you look, Kill the Kill, Darling in the Franks, um, even Yu Yu Hakusho, those kids are like fourteen to seventeen years old. Yu Yu Hakusho, they're in literally right. fucking middle school. Yeah, but Yusuke looks like he's a twenty-five-year-old man. Yeah, we're just gonna extend out just this one trope for the next like thirty, forty minutes. <laughs> you can honestly talk about a lot of these tropes. You really, yeah. And a lot of them are connected, like. I mean, if you talk about lollies, you talk about age appropriateness, you can talk about fan service, you can talk about just over sexualization in general, not even fan service, but yeah. just the shows that are about sex. And even like there's like I mean, even the trope of like uh sexual the, the pervert kind the pervert main character sexual or assault. Or the mistakenly pervert. Like somebody who's portrayed like Are you gonna of, reference Sky Wizards Academy? No, well, didn't even think about that. I was thinking of, um... It's not Kasuba. Although that would be... That would be That's a good no, one. he's a pervert. Yeah, facts. What's he, he literally steals women's underwear. That's a pervert. No, that's why I was like, it's not Kasuba. It wasn't on purpose, it's... though. When he first did No, but he was really excited when, when it he happened. Found, yeah, because he's perverted. It, it was in one of the recent Plastic ones memories. Ago. Yes. That's... Yeah, we're... Are you having impure thoughts? See, that was funny, though. It... It is, but it's also kind of, it does get a little noise where it's like they're making this guy seem like he's a perfect when he's really not. Like and they, they tend to do that with a good number of characters as well. I mean, yeah, plastic memories is a good example. Um, We're fatty. I do agree. I feel like when you when you brought up like uh, tropes too, when, like just tropes in general when it comes to character tropes, when you were talking about like just characters that are just pervy mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and like. All these characters yeah. are pretty much just the same, and there's not really any difference between them. They're yeah. just all pervy, and that's just with like a lot of the main characters like are the same. If you look, you get what I'm saying. You yeah. know what I'm yeah. going with this? Especially like new age stuff. A lot of them are just copies of past shows. Like you can make the argument that Jujutsu Kaisen is just a better written Naruto. That's, that's fair. You've got useful Sakura, less emo, and friendlier Sasuke. And then non-bullied Naruto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Grand Blue was the one I was thinking of. He was trying to bang his cousin. He's definitely a pervert. Facts. Well, towards the beginning. Yeah. Towards the beginning. The first episode, he wants to bang his cousin. Facts. Because he didn't know it was his cousin, though. At the same time. Still perfect. But then he found out that still it was did. his cousin and still wanted to bang his yeah, cousin. that's fair. Um, fuck, what was I going to say? Uh, You're talking about tropes, characters. Uh, I will say... 
with being a pervert, it doesn't always ruin the show. Like, Jobless Reincarnation, I think, is a perfect example. That's such a good show. Yeah. Yeah. Great show. Part two. Main character's a huge pervert. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. For sure. Um, Another another good example of what I was about to say. Uh... Talking about characters, perverts. See, that's not necessarily Lolly because they are children. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I remember now. They are children made to look like children. Yeah, but the whole scene where, like, Paris <laughs> was in his room, well, like, because she was supposed to basically Lolly. fuck him, that, mm. Um, I do remember what I was going to say. What? Go ahead. Uh, uh, Lolly is short for Lollycon, which, uh, basically just describes like pedophile bait so anything if it's like a sexualized child or an adult with a child body both of those fall under like the the lollycod um flag when you said earlier Frenchie about uh, all these stories that were coming out now are basically just copy and paste from new ones I can't remember how long ago I read it, but I did read something a while ago talking about how uh, there's only technically like three storylines that can ever be created. They all just basically follow the same thing. It's kind of like the how all the most popular songs are the same notes, just in a different way. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's everything's the exact same thing. Yeah. I can't remember what the... Who, That's been a thing for a while, though. Yeah. Since like the, what, 30s? But 40s? I can't remember... Frank Sinatra time? When... I saw it, or how long ago it was, but I remember watching a video talking about how there's like only like, I don't think this is the exact number, but three actual storylines that every story follows. It's got to be one of the three. There's no deviation. There'll be some things that are different, but they all follow the same line. I might be confusing it with the melody beat, but there's I think it's 11. Because I remember, I don't know why, but that number jumped out to me. And like I said, I don't know if it's like the musical. I don't musical. even know if three is the right number. Yeah. I don't know if it's a musical thing, but I remember 11 being a distinct number in relation to something like that. Yeah, because I was like, because like, just think with music, there's only like so many things you can do in a combination before it's a copy of something else, you know? And that's why you'd be like Elton John and just sample your own music Dude. and just get new age artists to be part of it. And that's how you get your first two number one hits in 25 years. Yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, I, I think I, I remember seeing something like that. And I think that's I part of the problem that. too. Even though I still feel like a lot of these new shows are doing it in a very unique way at the same time. And there are ones that are going to follow, like, the same idea, but the plots are going to be... That's the one thing I hate about fucking Hollywood right now, is that everything is either, like, a sequel, a remake, a superhero movie, or, like, a book adaptation. Mm -hmm. There are not a lot of original... Or it's, like, if it's an original idea, it's a shitty comedy. And there is a... I think there's a reason behind it. I think it was... I was... uh, Matt Damon? Matt Damon. Is that the guy's name? Where he uh, is, he was the Martian guy. Mm-hmm. So yeah. a lot of those movies that he's done, like Goodwill Hunting and stuff like that, I think it was him that was talking about it in the video, saying that people don't make movies like that anymore because one, they can't make money off of DVD sales. It's pretty much all the money is in the theaters, and that's yep. it. So because everyone streams now. So Fair. basically, people don't go out and do all those movies and stuff like that anymore because they don't think it's going to sell well in theaters specifically. Because yeah. a lot of those movies are basically, all right, they didn't do good in theaters, but like The Office like, didn't do too well when it first came out, but years later it became a cult classic. Mm-hmm. And and that's the thing with a lot of different forms of media, and like that's how a lot of anime is too. Like When it first comes out, 
on DVD. And so that's the reason that No Guns Life did not continue. Because the DVDs, like the original popularity when it came out, it was not very popular and the DVD sales did not do well with mm -hmm. it. Now with it being back on streaming sites, it might be a little different moving forward and see if we may eventually get another season. But No Guns Life. I would love that. Um, Same goes with like that was a part timer. Like it took so long for a season two to appear. But one of the most iconic books of all time. I'm sure you guys have heard of The Great Gatsby. I love oh, it. Yeah. It only became popular because of military yeah. members, right? Yep. When it first came out in the late twenties, it wasn't popular because like, well, we don't care about the Roaring Twenties. We're in the Roaring Twenties. Yeah. It wasn't until World War Two when they were looking for really cheap books to be able to print a lot of to be able to send with soldiers as entertainment in World War Two. Yeah. That it exploded. And the shitty part is that F. Scott Fitzgerald had already died. That's pretty yeah. And that's a lot that's the thing with like a lot of uh, works of art is that they normally don't get too big until They're not appreciated until Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm guessing everyone really wanted to fuck I, the Mona Lisa. I mean, yeah, that's fair. Where's Sans area? I looked I looked up the thing that uh, you guys were talking about about uh, how many different like story types there are. Yeah. And I found the first thing that popped up is there's a book called Chris, uh, called The Seven Basic Plots. Seven, that's right. And it basically says that there are seven possible ones. And it describes all of the different types. Yeah. But, like, there are so many, only so many, like, basic ideas of your structure it's how you're able to make it unique. Mm -hmm. Like, To Your Eternity right. is about a main character who goes through loss and becomes stronger and gets power-ups as he goes. Mm -hmm. But that story is so fucking unique. Yeah. So good. So good. What was the, what was the other thing mm -hmm. I was going to say I didn't like? I guess it also go along with the plot. Like what you were saying earlier about how everything's pretty much the same, but it's also different. Like, I feel like a lot of slice of, li slice of life, exactly the same. But it comes down to, like, well, this is this slice of life was different from a lot of the other slice of lives that I've seen just because of the plot. Yeah. But also in the same vein, it's kind of like your name, in a way. I get what you mean. It, they, they're, all the slice of lives are almost, this, like, they feel like they're the exact same. They just have, like, that one tiny difference to kind of make it seem like it's a little more unique. And that's what I was about to say is, I was trying to remember, there's a movie that is very similar to like the idea of this. It's called The Love Letter where someone's able to send letters through time. Is that a real movie? Like <laughs> actual real, real movie? Yeah. <laughs> 98. Shit. Camera. I think I've seen it. Like it's, you know, they put it in the mailbox and then someone <laughs> finds it like 10 years later or something like that. I'm yeah. thinking about The Time Traveler's Wife. I'm not 100% sure. I've never seen Love Letter. It's the exact one I'm thinking of. I'm but so sorry. that You know what I mean, yeah. though. Like, that story's been done before. It's also very similar to Erased. With Erased. trying to go back in yeah. time to save someone's life. But, and that is a, that's a common theme of, you know, the idea of time travel and stuff like that. Trying to write the, uh, Vivi was the same type of way. Um, but that was more, you know, you sent one message back and trying to, Go into the future to prevent stuff. You dying over there, dude? Bro, a little bit. A lot of pedophiles just exploded. 
Yeah. I'm, uh, nice. Good job. I know we've talked. I know we've talked about this before. We had a whole. I think we had a whole episode dedicated to it. When it comes to uh, uh, censorship in anime, something that makes me really mad too. Cause it does fit into this when it comes to basically. We don't gotta talk about it that long, but uh, that was a trope I was thinking of though. Take a uh, censorship when it comes to like. I get it because different countries have different regulations of what they're willing to show on TV, especially like Toonami and stuff like that. But at the same time, there's shows like Afro Samurai. Wasn't that on Toonami? Mm-hmm. That, but like Naruto yeah, was on there too. And like one scene, like Shikamaru had his like hand when he's pinned up again, had his like arm melting. But it was actually showed like bone and flesh and shit like that, or just like Yu Gi Oh! Like, stuff like that. Like, I wish they would keep that. Like, Sanji and the lollipop? Yeah, like, I wish they would just keep it the way it is. Like, that shit pisses me off a lot, and I wish that would change when it comes to the... Well, yeah, the craziest part about it... I, I kind of get it when it's on TV. But why is it that shows get censored on streaming services? There's no reason why JoJo's on Netflix should black out the screen when shit gets bloody. There's no reason. I'm sorry, children, that might be on fucking Netflix, but there's a rating system on it. You know? Yes. Like, and most of these streaming uh, services have, like, a kid's option, so they get curated playlists that that take out shit that would need to be censored most of the time. So... I think the reason being on at least the Netflix end of it is because Netflix probably does that because they don't want to end up having a whole lawsuit just because a parent was being irresponsible with their kid. Guess what? I'm pretty sure there is a child lock thing on Netflix specifically to only put children's shows on specific things. Yeah, but what are and, the chances that most and what are the chances of them watching Thirteen Reasons Why on accident and stuff right. like that? Yeah, you know? Like that's what I'm saying. That like they have a guy getting a broomstick yeah. shoved up his ass against his will in that show. You know, there's shows that are way more dark. Yeah. On Netflix than someone seeing something that's not real. Yeah. Not real I, people. I definitely agree yeah. with that. You know, I don't feel like that's a reason when it comes... Like, that shouldn't be a reason anyways if they're worried about that because they have plenty of shows on there that include, like, just sex movies and stuff. You know, I think Sex Drive was on there. That was about a dude just driving to go get some pussy. I just got sex Drive's dead, good, though. It is. I just got done watching a show called How to Build a Sex Dungeon a while back. We're watching that right now. show was really fucking good for no reason. <laughs> I got all kinds of questions for you. <laughs> it's literally an old British lady that goes around for different couples and builds them sex rooms. Is this a TV show or an anime? TV show. TV show. What the fuck? It's, it's hilarious. Actually, it's hilarious and surprisingly really good. I would probably watch it, but I don't want to say it's PTSD, but when it comes to old people and sex, my family scarred me. So and you there's don't... this dude that I used to work with named Plocar. Actually, I probably shouldn't have said his name. But <laughs> he's really open about that stuff. And we'd be in work and he'd be talking about his sex dungeon and showing us pictures. And he would host sex parties at bars and stuff like that all the time. Which, you know, good for him, you know. You want to get your looky-loo, you know. Yeah, I mean? sounds like he's having a good time. Yeah, like, hey, good for you, you know. Get your sex on. But, like, the way he described it, it just traumatized me. 
Well, I like we just it. watched the polyamorous episode uh, with the family. Yeah. And the girl that like getting peed on. Yeah. So they literally tore all the carpet out of one room and put in like a linoleum floor with a drain. So yeah, okay. So the the thing with the, that show is they actually they don't show any of like the sexual stuff that happens. It's still gross. It's no basically it. the the ladies trying to kind of get. An idea she's basically of what an interior designer. Yeah, she's an interior Just designer. Just sex. sex. Yeah, pretty much. What the fuck. It's really interesting. See, first Americans will fucking watch that shit. They won't touch anime. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> fucking white privileged bastards. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Completely unrated. I feel like I just had an epiphany. Going back to my lip situation. Okay. <laughs> Which lips? Not talking about art designs and stealth, but when it comes to animation studios and something I hate about anime... Is how animation studios overwork their workers mm. to the bone. Yeah. And get paid like shit. Yeah. And MAPPA, mm-hmm. as much as I love that animation studio because of the work they put out, and props to all those animators, but the way that mm-hmm. company runs it, from what, what was that article that we said a long time ago on our news talking about how MAPPA was fucking doing shit to their workers or whatever? You know what I'm talking about? A long time ago. Oh. I was talking about the, the terrible conditions that the workers had. Like, they couldn't sleep when that yeah. one director, like, didn't sleep for, like, four or five days just to get shit done. Like, that's insane. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's some high-key bullshit. But also, like, that's a job that's really hard to get into, and people are going to deal with it because of the fact that, one, they leave the job. One of the chances of them getting back in, they could be blacklisted from animation studios if this one popular one, fuck, like Hollywood, you know? Yep. Like, what? what's his, a good example? Uh, Brandon Fraser. Brandon Fraser got blacklisted for the longest time, but the fans were like, no, we fucking want this guy. That it's, poor man. Dude, I love that man to death. But I can't wait to see the whale in theaters. Um, but it's like that, that same concept. Like, they fucking, they probably stand up for themselves. Like, yo, dude, like, I would tell my boss to fuck off and I'd go find a new one. But if that's their dream to do that, and that's what they want to do is to make anime... Yeah. And they want to do that. Uh-huh. Like, You're going to sacrifice to be able to make your dreams come true. But that's yeah. an incredible sacrifice for those work conditions that they're in. It's basically slave labor. Yeah, 100%. I'm not saying it is. It's like a couple steps near with the conditions. Like, they probably still have air conditioning and stuff like that. But, like, the work that they're doing and not getting sleep in their health conditions. And yeah. same thing with manga writers and the pressure that gets put on them. Like, the creator for Hunter Hunter and, like, Oda's crazy work schedule. But Oda does that to himself. And does it on purpose. And he was in the hospital bed still writing the manga. That's, that's him. That's his dedication. But still should not be on that He should not level. be pushing himself that hard j- yeah. just to please the fans. That, it's not for the fans. That, he pleaded himself, dude. Oh. That, that's just him. He's not... He, he wants to tell his story. I mean, more power to him, I guess. But, like, but when it comes to, like, other people like that... Like, oh, yeah, but, yeah, But other people, like, that's not the GOAT. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, if you want to do that to yourself, go for it. But don't expect that everybody is going to yeah. do that exact same thing. That's something that pisses me off. Because one, if their health gets super low and people just be pressuring them all the time and they still get expected to put this out, like, people need a break and they're trying I'm to create... I'm picturing their health bar flashing because you said when their health gets super low. So I was literally just picturing... Just every time the creator of Hunter x Hunter sits down in a chair to write his manga, he just immediately goes from 100 to 0. Yeah, my back! As soon as he sits down. My back! He's got like one HP left. Literally. Are you playing a game? Nah, I'm just literally clicking the arrows over. Like, I'm literally just doing that. You got like a thousand levels of caffeine in your body right now? Nah, just major ADHD. 
I feel that. But yeah, something that really pisses me off, and it should not be the way it is. Uh-huh. Oh, no, that was good. I agree. I thought you were going to throw something else in there when you said that. I oh, know, I kind of just went on a rant there for like five oh, minutes. Oh, no, that's, that's fine. Uh, one thing that I really don't like with, like that's a big trope, and I understand the reasoning for it, but there's a limit to what, like how much you should do. It's too much filler. Things yeah. that throw way too much filler in for no reason whatsoever. You're having a lot of fun with Naruto. <laughs> well, like, even like, if... I get why they do it because, like, you know, pacing of, you know, wherever the manga is and everything. I get it. Well, but it's stupid yeah. because it's, like, it kind of tying back into what I was talking about animation studios. Give your people some, like, a fucking break. Who yeah. cares if you're going to fucking wait? All right, we'll go on a hiatus for a little bit. Give, give them time. One, take them off that project. Give them a break. Or if you want them to keep working, or if they still want to keep working, add them onto another part, like another project that's going on currently to help relieve the manpower over there. Agreed. And shit like that to make it way uh-huh. easier on everybody instead of coming out with all this filler. Even though there are some filler episodes that are really good, like you don't you don't need to do that. Yeah, like I know Naruto's a good one that does that. Um, Black Clover has had its moments, and even with the filler, managed to catch up to the manga. I want to say just a lot of shonen anime, like long running yeah. ones that just do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that's fair. Definitely. Like any long uh, shonens are the ones that get pressured the most to uh, keep up on their schedules, though. Yeah. Which is stupid. They have such. They have the wildest, like the most pressuring fans, and they make the most money. Yeah. Well, because fans aren't fucking patient. Oh, yeah, another thing about anime. Yeah, fuck another the- thing. <laughs> fucking anime fans. Dude, fuck anime fans. Dear everybody listening to this yeah. episode, if you're, if you are listening, hello. But also, fuck you. Give the creators yeah. some time. Don't expect that they're going to drop everything and try and throw out an episode, you know, the very next week. Black Clover did that, and admittedly, like, some of the animation was not its best work because of that. Like, you, get... Give them time to master the craft. Then you will be happier when it comes out because it will look and feel better versus yep. torturing these poor people who are literally losing sleep, food, and everything in between just to make it happy and get paid like shit. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Which is like 100% correct, though. Like That is a huge thing. Is the anime? F- Not all anime fans are bad. Anime fandom as an entity. Yeah, like... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I want to say as a whole, yeah, it can be, it's pretty toxic. Yeah, like, like oh. there are some people that are not, but if you look at the grand, grand scheme. scheme of just anime Dude, that's fandom... Dude, that's not even just an anime thing. That's a that's a nerd thing. That, yeah, that is yeah. I mean... Fandoms are toxic. I mean, yeah. Marvel, DC, Star Wars, Harry Potter, we've seen Disney. What, we've seen what happened with DC Rick when Marty, they tried to push Sonic. all their shit out. Did you just say Rick and Morty? Yeah. Yeah, I love honestly. that show so much. Dude, I'll wait forever just for the, like another season. Season 6, episode 1's first episode, or season six first episode is on YouTube. A new season's out? Yeah. Uh, episode 1 is on um, the Adult Swim YouTube page. Oh, that's tight. My favorite episode is the one where Rick has his own personal toilet on another planet. <laughs> Mine will always be Total Recall. That's valid. That was a good one. Just because it gave us Mr. Poopy Butthole... And my favorite yeah. ending of one of, of one of the best endings for any show ever. 
Mine's the one where uh, we find out it's it's a side story about the Rick Citadel, and we find out about President Morty. Oh yep. Oh, I love that episode. Also, Slut Dragons. I love that episode a lot. Slut <laughs> Dragons are pretty good. That's yeah. so funny. I need a Rick and Morty anime now. They're making one. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be like eight episodes long or something like that. But yeah, it's a real thing. I need to look at this now. Oh, well, yeah, I did see that. Again, um, no one can have any original ideas. I was like, I feel like I've heard about this now. I was like, oh, yeah. I'm just tired of all these anime that are just adaptations of manga. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> well, watch, watch Death Parade. Yep. God, that's such a good show. Watch Overlord. The manga is an adaptation of the anime. God, no Which is an adaptation of a novel. Adaptation yep, That's true. Which I But have. he didn't say he had any problems with, with novels. Do you know? What? Do you have problems You know what? Uh, you know what trope I really fucking hate? What is it? Tell us. That a lot, that a lot of anime do. Uh, the super crazy abusive uh, love interest. Yeah. yeah. The, the girl that the main character is supposed to be falling in love with and she expresses all of her love by just relentlessly beating the shit out of the main character. Noelle. Fucking Sundarays. Like, yeah. I hate Sundarays. What? There's never been a time where I've seen one and I've been like, this is a good character. You, never, you don't like Oscar? Not once. Is that? What? You don't like Asuka? Asuka? Eh? Uh, Neon Genesis. Not, not a whole lot, to be honest. You're right. She sucks. She's a shit human Yeah. <laughs> What's that one, uh... It's a newer anime that does that exact Butthole same... Butthole Bread. Which one? Butthole Bread. Is that real, or are you just making up a name? It's just making up a name. Up. That's what I call a Thanksgiving Day stuffing. It's butthole bread. No. That's accurate. But it's delicious. It's uh, really what the fuck is it called? Yeah, Come back like, here, I'll find it. Come I've, I've never been a Sakura fan. I've never been a Noel fan. That shit is just not appealing to me. It just never works for me. It's always been super fucking annoying. I don't like Kagome that much, really, because she's fucking crazy with it. She <laughs> just uses a magic <laughs> spell instead of actually beating the shit out of them. What does this say? Yeah. <laughs> Drop kick on my devil? What the fuck? The day I saw... Are you looking at Crunchyroll right now? I, I'm trying to find the one fucking show that I was trying to talk about that has a uh, Sure. The day I... this I feel like I just... had... Like, this is a moment, I feel like. Right? <laughs> I, mean, I never thought I would see you open country roll. Oh, that's why? I just never thought I'd see you open it. You want a really good love interest who can have, like, the fiery outburst when she needs to? Is Keiko from Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah. She's a loving... Yeah, but sub- she just has little outbursts. She doesn't... Yeah beat the shit out of Yusuke all the time. That's what I'm saying, though. That's why she's a good love interest. Yeah, exactly. She's not over here constantly berating him for being an idiot. She's... Well, 
putting him into a fucking coma. <laughs> she does berate him for being an idiot, but that's because he's being a fucking idiot most of the time. Facts. Um, God damn it. What was I just going to say? Cause I, this just reminded yeah, me of Yeah, but that's thing. usually because he's doing something like perverted or some shit, like peeking up her skirt. And she's but, just like, trying to get him to go back to school. Time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, think of all the times where Asta has literally just been standing there existing and Noelle just thinks to herself, wow, Asta is sitting there existing. And then she screams, you're so fucking stupid and starts beating him up and, and fucking Team Rocket blasts off and away. Yeah. Um, it's ridiculous. I hate it. It just reminded me of one. And I had it, and I just fucking forgot it. And it was good. We were talking about that. Uh, Noel pisses you off. Oh, yeah, 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 because love interest. That's what it was. I really hate how, which is a show that has done it different, it's JJK, how the main squad, always there's a love interest in the main squad with one or the other. There's, like, always a love triangle. And that pisses me off. And that's in a lot of fucking shows. JJK doesn't have it. They're all just legitimately best friends. They're just chilling. Exactly. Sure. And that was a fresh take. They're all just equally fucking yeah. stupid. Yeah. And I finally awesome. found the show. Uh, don't don't toy with me, Miss Nagatoro. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. But like. Oh. Uh, that's another one that's kind of a fucking uh, lolly too. Yeah. Is it the? Isn't the uh, Miss Nagatoro? Isn't she like that teacher though? I don't fucking know, dude. I haven't seen it. No. But I haven't either. She looks like she's ten. She needs about it It just happens. I think you're in much. middle school. Oh no! Just kidding. Uh, vice versa. It just happens way too much, and it just needs to stop. Mm-hmm. Like, be more creative than just having one of the three main squad members like another squad member and they just don't like him because they're in love with the other squad member and secretly that squad member is gay for the other one. Yeah. And see, like, that was something I was worried about with Orange. Naruto. Okay, I I was was, like, my brain just went... I was afraid of the love triangle being a problem in Orange, but it was so well done. Oh, facts, 100%. We'll talk about that. Yeah, it wasn't really a problem at all. I was looking at my top ten and my top four anime all have great love interests that are supportful of each other and don't beat the shit out of each other. Kirito and Asuna, Ed and Winry, uh, Lelouch and Shirley, and um, Yusuke and Keiko. Then after that, it's Hero and Zero Two, and that's an entirely different can of worms. <laughs> yeah. I, okay, real note, uh, Kirito and Asuna, such a cute couple. Oh, they're so fun. They're such a good couple. Oh, yeah. oh dude. And if you saw the last, the last season, which you haven't even started yet. I still need to. It takes their relationship to a whole nother level. Do you want to make a new deal? With what? Just SAO. I'll finish SAO and then you just you just pick your counter argument. I just watch JoJo's? You're going to do that anyways. I know. But that's the problem is that I already am committed to watching One Piece and JoJo's. Woof. Hmm. You're, you're gonna do those. You're gonna do those anyways. If, okay. I'll think about it. I really don't have a counter argument. I might as well just watch SAO. <laughs> yeah. You can skip ALO too. I do not give a fuck. Which one's that? That's the second arc that has the incest. I want to see that. I I pick off back where I left off because I remember both those those. Okay. The yeah, just start those. with GGO then. Because I got in the middle of GGO. It, it's short. Yeah. 
I, I, I stopped hey, a little like, short. You'll breathe through it. Yeah, I, I've already seen it. I stopped in the middle of Gun Gale. Restart Gun Gale because it's... I fucking love Gun Gale. Gun Sino, Gale is awesome, yeah. Xenon's another good fucking love interest. That's, oh, that's a, another trope that's kind of annoying. Like, Harems? Yeah. Isekai? Yeah. Yeah, he's guys that, are really bad. Just like uh, the idea of the harem. Like, even if it's but not... But Isekai is good, though. Like, all even if the yeah, guys, there's a lot of shitty Isekai out right now. They're all good, though. Even if the guy's not intentionally meaning to, like, make a harem, it's still a harem if he's around my bunch of girls. Like, even Trapped in a Dating Sim has a developing harem. Yeah, true. It's just two girls right yeah. now, but... I mean, that SAO's got a harem. So far. So far. That's why I said developing. You know what has a good harem? High School DxD. I was you <laughs> fucking... My baby. <laughs> also... He wants to be the fucking harem king! <laughs> Trapped in a Dating Sim actually does have... It has a reverse harem and a, norm, a developing normal harem. Because the reverse harem because yeah, the girl and all the princes. Oh shit, you're right. Yeah, because of the plot of the game. Yep. I'm so glad we had I need to rewatch High School DXD. Honestly, Sam, I don't think they're gonna, I don't think they're gonna make another season. They won't. You just need you need to finish Naruto is what you need to do. I I need, I need to finish one. Also, Higgins, I swear to God, if you fucking rewatch Naruto, <laughs> I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> I'll start it tonight. You <laughs> motherfucker. It's like, spoiler, I've already started. Oh, I finished the Davy Back games. Afro Luffy's amazing. I knew it. I was going to ask you, I forgot, uh, but I was going to ask you when you got here about how you thought about Afro Luffy. He's I, amazing. It's like, he's got an Afro. It makes sense. I was I was like, I knew he was going to fucking love it. Fucking dubbed Usopp is just Macho Man Randy Savage. And it's so funny. It's... Dude, people shit on the Davy Back game uh, arc, but it's fucking good. I fucking hate um, Foxy, though. I fucking hate him so much. I love him. He's so annoying. His power is so cool. I know. I love that Luffy just... That's the first time Luffy's actually used his fucking brain. I take it back. In any situation he's not fighting, he's the dumbest fucking character I've ever met. But between the fight with Crocodile, where he used the water and then his own blood... Battle instincts, bro. Yeah. His his fighting IQ is amazing. Listen, and if you, even if he wasn't using... Luffy doesn't use his brain. Afro Luffy uses his brain. Afro Luffy is a completely different entity. That's another fucking trope. It's <laughs> stupid as fuck shown in main characters. I swear to God. Luffy, Naruto, um, fucking Goku, uh, Itadori, they're all fucking idiots. Sex. I will say... Luffy never changes when it comes to how stupid he is. He does grow as a captain and as a person, and you you will be able to tell. People say he doesn't, but he does. He's definitely been that's, through shit. One of, that's the other part of Oda's writing is the character development. But, uh, yeah, I agree with you. There's too many stupid main characters, and it's fucking dumb. Literally. Like, I have my problems with really NHA, but that is one of the things I do really like about Deku, is that he's actually intelligent... He studied all. Yeah, he studied literally his entire life. He's fucking. He's made to be a pro hero. He just needed the cork. Facts. He's also a big crybaby. Yeah, but he's he's out of that stage now. I think when we get season six is where this show is going to get back to like peak tier of what it was in season five and during the uh, um, Bakugo. Ret- I call it the Bakugo retrieval arc. 
And the um, she she has Saikai. I still have not picked back up on MHA. I stopped when uh, I think it was the last episode when Endeavor fought the Intelligent mm. Normu. That's where I stopped. I think that was the last episode of the season. I yeah, finished that is, season. Yeah, but you're a season behind now. Yeah, I already know, I know what happens in the the manga. I, I know you've read about it. watching the show. I haven't read it. I just keep up with like all like if I see something on TikTok, I listen to it and then I'll like go back and look at it. I'm like, oh cool, yeah, sweet. And that's how I find like TikTok and YouTube. I'll just watch YouTube videos about spoilers all the time about every single show I see. But that's what I love about... My Villain Academia, real fucking good. I love that shit. But I'm just kind of looking through, like, other shounen anime. Um, Tanjiro, very intelligent. Uh, I think it's kind of a cha- shifting thing now that we're getting more depth to the main characters. Like, mm-hmm. Itadori is a, becoming a deep character, and there's a lot of depth to the people around him, too. And we've barely explored his story yet. Um, I also want to say Itadori's dumb. I feel like he just has more of a stupid personality, if that makes sense. He's stupid when he gets around his friends. Yeah, but that's how we used to be with you, me, and Larry. Yeah. And both of you barely graduated high school. Yeah. Um, That's just because I was lazy. That's just lazy writing. Um, But uh, Aaron Yeager, not stupid, but... Not smart in the beginning, but dear God, Jeez. what he develops into. Um, yeah, that's true. I would not call Ichigo stupid. He's just not very aware. Oh, he's just, he's bullheaded. Ichigo, Ichigo's really intelligent. Yeah. He's a, uh, he's a, um, uh, He's like a big poetry nerd. I can't remember what he what his like his his dream job even is, but he's really uh he's like a he's like an, a a book nerd. Uh, I think he wanted to be like some type of teacher or something, like an English teacher. I could see it. I can't wait to see Ken Rock Bankai. I'm so excited. There's a lot of weird shows that are considered shonen because they were in Shonen Jump. Um, Death Note, Full Malcolm's Brotherhood, which I can agree with that. Um, Clan Ad, Toradora. Those are just really weird to me. Oh, also, Fairy Tale. Natsu's a fucking idiot. Facts. But his battle IQ is incredible. Facts. You gotta, you gotta have one or the other. Let's yeah. be honest. You can say that yeah. about, uh, um, sh- uh, is it Shinra? Fire Force? Yeah. Yeah. Shinra is also kind of stupid. Yeah. But his battle instincts. Yusuke? Yusuke's a fucking moron. Battle like you? When he gets into fights, good fucking. Yeah, battle like Zenetsu? He's not main character, though, what am I talking about? Inosuke, though. Inosuke's a fucking idiot. He was smart enough to develop his own breathing technique. But he's also fucking stupid. True. Um, the the only thing that you know, Kate doesn't know about is society, but he can figure shit out on the fly. That's fair. Yeah, he's got more of an animalistic personality. He's, he's only dumb because he wasn't taught anything. 
It, Typically, exactly. how he, lived, he lived in the wild. Okay? <laughs> okay, but being stupid doesn't necessarily mean you're not intelligent. He just doesn't know fucking anything, and he's stupid. <laughs> no, he knows a lot, and he can figure out a lot. He just doesn't know the same shit that everybody else knows. I want him to go but on another train ride because, as far as he knows, every train ride is like what Mugen Train was like. <laughs> but you also got to remember that he created an entire breathing style on his own. And we see how smart he is because he's the one who explains the hierarchy system of the Demon Slayers to Tanjiro. He understands anything that he comes across. It's just, he don't know what you don't know. Like he knows a lot, and he knows a lot that the other people do not know. Speaking of Demon Slayer, this just reminded me of another trope I hate. Because you brought up Mugen Train, and that reminded me of the Fire Pillar getting dead, or getting iced. Hashira? Yeah. Is anime need to start killing off characters more? Oh, yeah. And f- yeah. figuring out a way to not make plot armor so relevant. That's what I really like about what we are expecting to happen with Jujutsu Kaisen, and what's coming in MHA. Yeah. Because, like, that, that shit pisses me off. Like, I get it, but more, if you're going to... Like, quit teasing it, fucking kill people, and let people stay dead. Quit bringing them back. Yeah. Alright, quit pulling Dragon Ball. Alright, let people die. Because, like, you do not have to kill your main character. Totally get it. Keep your main character. That's the reason your show is popular. But, like, holy shit. The fact that no one made... Like, the most impactful death in Naruto is Jiraiya. Which is used to fuel the main character. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, did you know, in One Piece, right, if I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure this is true, that Oda came out and said two of the Straw Hats are going to die before the series is over. I was expecting more. Yeah, I think he said two, if I remember correctly. If it's Nico, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> I'll be the second Straw Hat. I was <laughs> Once you're a part of One Piece, you're automatically a part of the Straw Hat crew. Part of the series. Part of the crew. Facts. Yeah, I I don't know. I feel like if it's any of them, any of them I'm going to cry. No matter what. It's not going to be Brooke. Because Brooke's already dead. Yeah. It's not going to be Luffy. It could. Mm. There's people that said that if Luffy does not die at the end of the series, then they're like people are going to be upset. Because he basically mirrors, like, Goldie Roger, and he died. That's fair. But, like, people are like, I don't know, people are like, if he doesn't get fucking executed, we're pissed. I really don't care. Either way, whatever this man's going to come up with is going to be good. Yeah. Well, he'll die and then come back. He's, he's a shonen protagonist. That would make me mad as fuck. Because One Piece is one of the few shows that, like, understands when you're dead, you're dead. Like, yeah, Ace got turned dead. into a fucking donut. He didn't come back. Thank God. I, if he came back, I'd be pissed. That's one, of the, that's one of the things that I hate, too, is that it makes their sacrifices and deaths worthless. Facts. Like, if they hadn't... Like, I'm really glad we got Vegito out of it, but if Majin Vegeta had been the last time we saw Vegeta. Amazing. Facts. Um, but I, we did get Vegito, so I'm kind of okay with We that. also wouldn't have got the moment we saw in the movie. Yeah. That was great. 
that also kind of makes it not necessarily character deaths, but when it comes to like sacrifices people have to make. A perfect example is Mirio. If he gets his fucking powers back, I'm gonna be livid. Yeah. Granted, I don't watch the show. I, I care about the show, but I was there for that moment. He doesn't need his powers. I, he sacrificed it. It was very heroic. If he gets him back, I'm gonna be sad. I won't be sad if he gets his powers back. I'll actually be happy. Um, but especially since they already, from before he already, from before he lost his powers, they already canonically introduced a way to get your powers back if you lose them. So they have that ace in the hole ready to go. Still All the heroes need is to just figure that out. Mm-hmm. And Mirio is my favorite character in the whole series. So literally anything good that will ever happen to him, I will support. And if that includes him getting his powers back, fucking absolutely. Otherwise, that otherwise he needs to start eating on Midoriya's hair. <laughs> well, Midoriya has, hero, to, so has to has to willingly give it to him too. Yeah, it has to be a mutual. He he, he, he uh, told Mario that he would give it to him. Yeah. I still loved that reference when the whole thing with Stain happened. Stain's my favorite villain in My Hero. I would like him to come back. Same. Stain's still alive, so he might. Also fair. Um, but yeah, I, I do agree that I wish more characters would get killed off. It makes shows more impactful. Like, uh, even Attack on like Titan... Like, the last airbender killed people. But, like, even Attack on Titan hasn't killed off, like, a major character in a long time. The last time they did was technically Bertolt. It's just a good, Zach. Yeah. Oh, but, like, I wouldn't even call Sasha a major character. She's not one of the Titan shifters. She's not super important to the plot overall. But she, she was important to the characters, and that's what mattered. Yeah. Like, the, the characterization and relationships was huge. And that's what mattered in the story, yeah. I feel like. But I do know what a couple things have happened in the last season, and I think shit's about to get real crazy. I still haven't finished it. I'm waiting till the next part comes out. Because I might just wait till it's actually officially over to continue watching it. Um, but like you and I have talked about the spoilers we have found out about JJK and MHA, that there's some big deaths that are coming soon. But also that spoiler that we heard about that one character in JJK... That I told you that it kind of didn't happen because I talked to Mariah about it. Mm. Pretty sure that character ended up living. They were really fucked up and they thought she was. They were gonna die. <laughs> but uh, I'm okay with that though. Like they don't need to kill anyone this early. But and I'm okay if like she has a gruesome injury but lives. That's different than them as long dying. As draw, I think there needs to be drawbacks too though. Yeah. But it's different from them dying and then being brought back with some bullshit. You know who character I would be okay with dying and being brought back? Because it would be funny as shit. Gojo. D- uh, Dominic. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> he gets his wish and then gets just brought back. He's like, fuck! He forgot to put his do not resuscitate dog tags on one day. <laughs> the, fucking... the, the best part is he does a joint suicide with someone he falls in love with. She doesn't live, but he does. Oh, God, that'd be terrible, but I'd love it. Do we have any last-minute thoughts? 
character power ups and character or and uh, power systems. Yeah, not great in a lot of anime. Um, I think stuff we've talked about it before, but Nen, Alchemy, stuff like that, where there is like general drawbacks, and even to a point, quirks and MHA are well done power systems, but Jojo's. power scaling in so many shows is not good. Like the yeah. random shit we just saw in the Dragon Ball movie that made, kind of came out of nowhere for one of the characters. It made sense for one of them, but for the other one, where the fuck did that come from? And it doesn't have a name yet. It just happened. Yeah. You guys should definitely watch, well, Zero, you should definitely watch it, because you've never seen Dragon Ball, so it doesn't really matter for you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, I, people need to stop comparing characters to each other all the time when it comes to fighting. Like, okay, can Saitama beat Goku? I don't know. Does it really fucking matter? Stop arguing about it. Get over it. Some of the death I will, I will say no every time. Saitama will win. I, I do kind of like death battles every now and then. but Yeah, they're fun. But like when it comes to like just fan toxicity, like fan groups will literally like gouge each other's throats out. Because of the shit. How to trigger a Dragon Ball fan? It's like you're just adding to fuel being to toxic. Fire. Yeah, you're adding fuel to the fire. How Dragon Ball fans are so toxic, as I'm being a toxic fan to egg them on. Yeah. Also, yep. I don't, I've never really grasped the concept of gatekeeping yet, but I know people hate it, so I'm gonna throw that in there too. So gatekeeping is that basically, like, uh, if you see someone wearing a band T-shirt. And you go to can you even name five songs that that band has done that, like, someone can't just be a casual fan? They have to be intense or they're not a fan at all. Oh, I do that sometimes. It's to be funny. I'm like, hey, do you know this song? And I'll play it. I'll play their most popular song. And they'll be like, no, who's that? And I'm like, it's your shirt. And then I'll laugh. And it's mainly just, like, little kids that have those shirts on. Granted, it's probably because their parents bought them to it. Like, maybe like, yeah. but I still think it's funny sometimes. I'm not trying to, like, like say they can't, like, wear it. But you do it for the humor side, not yeah. the toxic side. Yeah. I did see a TikTok where a girl said that ACDC was her favorite clothing brand, and I about reached through the phone and smacked her. <laughs> it was crazy. Their music started like 50 years ago. They're still around doing music. Yeah. Not really. They still do shows. Do they? I don't know. We went to Kiss's... Uh, Final tour that happened like five times already. So yeah. it was a fucking good show though. It was. They can't perform worth the shit anymore, but the pyrotechnics made up for it. Like it was good, but I'm like I also like I think it's because they're older. Like I, like it was hype, but it was also kind of just like met. <laughs> they can't move, but yeah. Paul Stanley still rode a fucking um, zip line to the middle of the stage. Also, Gene Simmons, I think is his name, got the biggest tongue. That freaks me mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Really freaks me out. I still love when he breathes fire. That's kind of epic. Yeah, the demon. Also, that chick that I took, fuck that bitch. That's true. Fuck that bitch. She can go die in a hole. She could be one of the characters that gets killed off. Facts. They better never bring her back. Right. I don't wish death upon anybody. I'm not actually wishing death upon this person, but I hope she like breaks one of her toes. <laughs> I will say I've been listening to a lot of murder podcasts recently. I hope she stubs her pinky toe real hard. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of murder podcasts recently. There are some people I wish death upon. 
saying? So many people are fucked up in the head. Yeah. Okay, I guess though, is Bowman just like a casual person who just like hurt me emotionally? Like, you know, I don't want you to die because of that, but like, break, break a couple toes. You know? Someone who actually likes Sky Wizards Academy? Yeah, like, it, I think. I think you'd be in a car accident. Like, I wish they could just have to watch that show off. It's like they like car. They like car wrecks. That's a car wreck of a show. <laughs> That's fair. You're not wrong. God damn it, Dirk Schneider. God damn it. So I was playing South Park: Second Truth with Erica one night. We were super. Uh, uh, we, uh... Super high? Oh, yeah. Why did you just say it? Because I was still not technically legal. They don't know where I am. They do now. Maybe, maybe you took a trip to Colorado and just got high there. They don't Bro, know where you literally do Literally, our that. logo is an outline of Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but also, medical marijuana is illegal in Iowa. Anyways, and we played that, and we got to a, a part where we had to go into the theater, and... Uh-oh. It was that point where it was like, Rob Schneider, der, 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 and I started dying laughing. Erica was looking at me so confused. I'm like, this is what I was talking about. My favorite thing about uh, the sequel game is that the darker you make your character, like skin tone wise, the harder that's your, the game is. That's the game difficulty. <laughs> if you make your character black, you're playing on hard mode. That's awesome. I respect the shit out of them for pulling that stunt. Because South Park, they don't give a shit about anything. Yeah, like, that's the great thing with South Park, is they are not afraid to offend anybody and everybody. They were nominated for an Oscar for, like, best... I think it was, like, Kyle's Mom's a Bitch or something. That's right. And they showed up high as fuck on acid wearing dresses to the Academy Awards. I love them. Trey Parker and Matt Stone are my heroes. Did you ever see the video of him with his daughter? Recording Ike's voice? (laughs) Yeah. Oh that yeah, so funny. I don't know. If, I think I remember this, but those are the guys that are in basketball. Dude, you think I, I think so? Know that? They basketball are. is one yeah. of my favorite movies of all time. Weekend I used to play basketball out of my. I was house. so bad at that game. I don't it. Not not only am I bad at base, uh, basketball, but I'm bad at trying to fuck up my friends trying to shoot the ball into a hoop. I just can't do it. So bad Unless basketball I touch them and basketball. basketball. We're not allowed to do that. Yeah, Larry and I would be showing him our assholes. I couldn't, I couldn't keep it together. God, I want to watch that movie again. That movie's so fucking good. They got dicks that can compete with yours. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, they turn and it's... Oh, yeah. What's our anime assignment? I was just about to ask that. You should do the same thing. <laughs> it's Vinland Saga. This I one s- comes from Sam Bam. I've been so excited to watch this since it came on to Netflix. Yeah, I because a while ago you asked me if I was going to sign it sometime soon. I said, yeah. And you're like, right, if you didn't, I was going to wait to watch it or you were going to sign it. I was like, okay. But it, this is the last one I had for like, this is the last lineup I had because I did the one from Dandy, which was Iron Blood Orphans. Sam Man has been telling me to watch Midland Saga, so I, this is what we're doing. And then after that, I have no idea what I'm doing for the rest of my anime assignments the rest of this coming season. It's on Netflix, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It just recently got put on Netflix. I just said it was on Netflix. Uh, um, I'm excited, too, because this weekend we're going to the Ren Fair, and I'm dressing as a Viking, and it's a Viking anime. Oh, that's this weekend? I thought that was last weekend. It's ago. been the last two weeks and this week. It's a three-week thing. Okay, I might also go this weekend, because I'm going to go pick up clothes for Stevie's wedding. Ren Fair's a good place to do it. 
That's, what, that's what she told me because I didn't know where to get them. She's like, go to the Red Fair. And then I thought I missed my opportunity uh, two weeks ago or last week. Yeah. This week I is Pirates and Steampunk. Oh, it's not like actual Renaissance? No, it is, but like that's the There's theme. There's different themes that they've had. There's always like, like an extra So like different performances yeah. and stuff like that. Can this children go? Yeah. Okay. You looking it up? Yeah. Okay, sweet. Yeah, because I do need to get closer to a wedding. I was just going to wear something regular. If not, I don't see anything I like. I'm probably not going to get anything. Yeah. I just ordered something off Amazon. Every oh, house wants to get some something. steampunk fucking goggles. It's next weekend, isn't it? Her wedding, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it has the time to get stuff in the mail. Oh, I got my stuff. I ordered it on Thursday last week, and I had it by Saturday. But like, what if it doesn't fit? My shirt is a little tight, but... So, oh, week okay. one was Celtic. Uh, week what? two was Octoberlesque, or Mead Me at the Fair. And then this weekend is Steampunk Pets and Pirates, plus cosplay. Oh, week one oh, I'm hoping the lady with the ferrets brings them out and has them little dragon wings on them. Ferrets are so gross. Yeah, these ones are pretty clean though, and she yeah. just walks. She just walks them around. I just don't like rat-looking creatures, and they fall under that category. These ones are kind of funny, and they're just elongated too. It's just weird. Also, I think I also have like a bias towards hating ferrets because a girl my dad today had ferrets in her house, smell like shit. So every week when we go over there, we'd stay over there sometimes. I just would be playing Godzilla, the video game, with her son, with my little brother, and then just smelling ferret piss and stank. And I was just like, I want to fucking leave, but I can't. Because I was like 10. <laughs> but yeah, that's the anime assignment. It's Villain Saga. So you know what we're going to talk about now? Orange. A show's title? I have no idea why the fuck it's called that. Because there's two redheads. That's the only reason that I can think of. I was thinking it had something to do with the orange juice, but... Honestly, though, like... Orange, you glad they saved him? I don't know. But whose anime assignment was it? His. It was sad. Of course it was mine. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, hey, look, you're but not... It's not hey, did you know this one was sad? I assumed it was. Yeah. See, you, yeah, you, got, you got it in the bag. I feel like you can just look at it and show you're like, yeah, this is going to make us cry. <laughs> like... This is it. Oh my god. I feel like it's been a minute since you've done a show where we all cried. I don't, know if, you guys, I don't know if you guys cried, but... No, I was I a fucking, fucking wreck. No, I cried a lot with this show. Episode 3 got me to cry. Which one? Which part in episode there? I remember you mentioning that. Uh, fuck. I, my phone's over there. If I die, I don't want to read it. But, uh... What was that episode? That was the one where the... Right after he got done committing suicide, they mentioned he died. Not suicide, but in episode 2... And then I think I had just finished episode three, and it was just the way some of the conversations were flowing. Then I was just like, oh, fuck. This show. I couldn't watch it at work. Oh, bro, I was oh, choking up on the last episode. Like, I thought I was gonna. I told Frenchie, oh, yeah. like, I think it was on the second to last episode. I told him, because like, I, I was at work, I'm like, if I burst into fucking tears while I'm in my office finishing this show, I'm gonna kick your ass with what you replied. Good luck. <laughs> You know what I thought of after I finished this show? I remember what you say every time you mentioned Yu Yu Hakusho about the first couple episodes. I had the same thought. And that was like, yeah. this is another show that anybody that I feel like struggles with that stuff, like you say with Yu Yu Hakusho, should just watch this entire show because you see not only the impact in the afterlife and how much they wish their friend didn't die and learning it was a suicide after reading the note, how broken they were trying to fix it and how they've gone through it. Risking the future that they have 
to save their friend's life back in the past and see all that stuff everyone had to deal with. Like, a dude knew that he was married to the main character, right? And decided to give up his entire life, which I feel like takes a lot of guts, especially since he also loved this woman, knowing that he had a child with her in the future and could have that, gave that all up to save his friend, which I feel like takes cojones. Oh, dude. Best character. Easily my favorite character in that show. Oh, my God. That guy, that guy was like... Bestest friend. Yeah, but I definitely I feel like if you're yep. struggling with that kind of stuff, watch it because this is something that you can relate to, and then take away stuff like Sua. Yeah. Yeah. Take away stuff like the lessons that yeah. he says, especially in the last episode where he was like, "I was gonna do it, but then I thought of all you guys and how I wanted to continue smiling and being happy, and then if I did it, I wouldn't wouldn't have that another happy moment." Dude, yeah, I cried. I cried. I cried. I cried. This is one. Of oh, the, yeah. This is one of the realest shows. I think that we've ever had assigned on our podcast. And when I mean real, like, not, like, art style, animation, none of that shit. No, like, I mean, like, like this, the, the IRL, like, this shit happens kind of thing. When it comes to, like, just people's regrets and trying to yeah. fix them and shit like that. And, like, just basically showing you live without regret and live every moment yep. like you should because the, you don't know what's going to fucking happen. Yeah. The realest and most relatable show that I think we've ever assigned and... I'm not going to really disagree with you there. It, it, this was a slice of life that yeah. was set in our world. Yeah. You know what the fun, not funny, but crazy part too is, is that um, their 10 years in the future is 2022. Uh, well, uh, what? Um, I'm I caught it in, I think it's the last episode, they talk about um, back in 2012, and then that was when they were in high school, and I realized that means they're... Now in the future, and you know what's really fucking weird? You and I are both 26. I'm 26 also. Oh, fuck, that's right. Yeah. Huh. Huh. I don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) The fact that we're 26, I should say. We're getting old. I don't like it. But, yeah, like... (laughs) Meanwhile, Higgins. (laughs) Also, our junior year started in 2012. Just like theirs. That's fucking... Which... Honestly, that makes it even more relatable, dude. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like to think back like like to 10 years ago what shit was like and everything to now it's like to think about being able to save someone that important to you. Dude, if I could literally just thinking about it, this made me think of my friend Hathaway that passed away because of suicide. And I'd be like, oh, fuck, dude. Like, what if I would have just stayed in contact more and reached out more? Like, all that. Like, the typical stuff that people go through. And, like, if I could go back in time and change it like they yeah. did, that'd be amazing. You know? <laughs> Fucking sucks. I thought of Sam, Gwen. Yep. Nicole's ex-boyfriend, right? Yeah. Because, you know, they were talking about, you know, when he killed himself and stuff like that. I didn't know him that well to that level. Yeah. but I've met him a couple times, though. He killed himself April 23rd, 2012. This was a very hard show to watch because not, like, not really because, like, like with me, with that old man Cryberry, it was hard to watch because of how personal you could relate to it. Yeah, like, how real it felt. Like, every emotion and everything was just, oh, just waiting so for hard to go through. What, and it was just like, what episode are they going to have to directly save him? 
That was the thing for me. Like, yeah. is it going to be the 12th one and the 13th one is going to be like a look at their new future? Is it going to be the 13th one? Is it going to be earlier on? Is it... Are they going to save him from this part and he's still going to end up dying? Like, I thought for sure... I didn't when, thought about that, yeah. When they were making the comments, like, you can't change the past after they saw him in the last episode, I'm like, no, he didn't fucking die. I thought it was going to be a fucking Kaio situation. Oh, my And they went through all that for nothing. And then I was just going to be like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. If that would have happened, I would have been a oh. train wreck. Honestly, him living and getting the letters and reading them was more heartbreaking for him. Yeah. Not heartbreaking, but made me cry more. And the fact... Oh, yeah. ...that the letter thing actually worked. And so, like, when it comes to world building for this category, when we rate it, I'm actually going to rate this pretty high. Mm-hmm. Because of the fact that... All the stuff, it was in our world. We got to, we got to see places, experience things. I think they built what they needed to, especially the time travel aspect of yeah, it. They actually established how they did it. Yeah, yeah, which is something I wanted from the show, and that was going to be a big drop-off if they didn't do it, because I would have been like, this is fucking bugging me. I feel like this is something they should explain. Like, what what is in the future that allows them to do this, or like, you know, like all that shit. And the fact that they just basically put letters and threw them in the Bermuda Triangle because mm-hmm. of... We're just going to try something. Yeah. They, didn't think, it was, they didn't think it was going to actually work. They did. And sure as fuck enough, it did. And created the alternate timeline. But that's why I fucking love Sua so much. Because he doesn't even know that if it's going to create a branch off or not. I love future and past Sua. Yes. Because past Sua is knowingly giving up his future. He's a real friend. With her. And yes. the future Sua may already be giving up his established present without knowing it. Yep. I fucking... Bu- oh. The other two moments made me cry when his mom committed suicide because he went out and made some friends, broke me, yeah. and then when he found her text, yeah. that's what I was gonna say was that uh, I was wondering the entire time like what was it that set him over the edge, and then I was like oh fuck it's this phone how are they gonna stop him from seeing this phone like please. And then he saw it, and I was like, son of a bitch. And her letters to him, and the phone too, dude. That's what I'm talking about. The text that the she drafts. tried to send. Yeah. Like, uh, why couldn't they just have called? Like, why you got a text? If it's something that important, like, fucking call, dude. And to think of how it would have affected his grandma. Oh, losing bro. her daughter and her grandson to suicide. Holy yeah. shit. And the fact that in the time capsule, he left them a suicide note. Yeah. And that was when it first clicked for them that it wasn't an accident. This show was just a fucking roller coaster Dude, of emotions. I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to cry right now. <laughs> Bro, I love this show so much. This I gotta reevaluate my top 25. This, this is probably gonna be my top 10 if I was to ever make a top 10 list. It's up there. Because of how real this was for... I don't think this is top ten, but it's up there. I think this is my favorite slice of life show I've ever watched, except maybe Erased. Is is Erased slice of life? Erased is a mixture of several different because it's got supernatural aspects. It's got kind of in you know. I don't argue that slice of life. Not necessarily like detective, but that same type of like solving a mystery. Detective. Night night. I think this is a. I think this is my second favorite slice of life. Bruce Basket. No, Erased. I like this, more. I like this more than Erased. I'm not going to lie. I can't decide because Erased is in my top ten. Erased is really fucking good. And it, so is this show. Yeah. 
This show is amazing. This show definitely made me cry more than a race, but I think I like a race more still. I think a race had a better story overall. Yeah. But this was a more emotional show. Yeah. yeah. Race had a better story. This had like more relatable characters that you could feel the emotion from. A race also carried the suspense and everything with it too. Yep. That overall I think made it the better show, but this one made me. Actually, I don't know. Fucking erased when she died the second time. I fucking wanted to throw something. <laughs> you know, yeah. You know, a character I hate almost, almost as we equally as bitch slut. Weta. Whoever that is, mom. No, it's in the show. Weta, the girlfriend. Yeah. That Fuck tried that to bitch. Dude, beat up. Fuck that cunt. She's not a bitch. Oh. She's a cunt. Also, dude. Sua coming to her defense with the three girls and making sure she got to Kakiru. Yes. That and with the glasses kid. That that was some top tier shit right there. God, the show's so good. This was a really good show. This is a Even show. that soundtrack fit surprisingly well. Like okay. I, I, I the intro the intro was good. The outro was unique, but everything in the middle just flowed so nicely. Everything throughout the show. Okay. I, I can change my anime assignment because I just thought of the show I watched recently. Oh. And I will just go back. It will just be a second one from a different person. I can change Vinland Saga to the very last episode of this season of mine. Okay. If okay. that works for you guys. Yeah. Uh, the new anime assignment is 12 episodes, I think. Nice. There's know. also, I think, two movies or one movie if you guys like enough to watch it. I'm probably going to watch the movies after it. If I have time, I might. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, Eden of the East. Ooh, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I think that's 12 episodes to make it easier. Because I literally thought about because it kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of nice. It's E-D-E-N of the East. If you look it up, can make sure I have the right show. But yeah, it's 13 or 12 episodes, I want to say. E-D-E-N? Yeah. So scratch what I said about Vinland Saga, it's Eden of the East. Okay, well, ain't on Crunchyroll. I think it's on Netflix, actually. I'm not sure. Because I, I know that title. I've seen it multiple times. It's good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I've watched it once already. I will thoroughly rewatch it again any time of day. It's kind of got Studio Ghibli-esque vibes. With Is it just called home. Eden? Let me see it. Uh, shit. That one? No. Oh. Am, if I go to your Safari, am I going to see something I don't want to see? No. Okay. Uh, shit. There's also if the, a fun fact. If there's ways you guys want to know how to find shows, instead of just like looking at each individual streaming site, it doesn't really necessarily account for region most of the time. I think, but if you go on to like you just type in a show. And you just type in where to watch. It's on Amazon Prime. Usually it tells you where oh, to watch God. it. Oh, thank God. got Prime. Let's fucking uh, go. But this is what it is. Okay. But yeah, there's a... See, where can't get Studio Ghibli vibes? Oh, mm-hmm. I see what you mean. Uh, I've yeah, been, this has been on my list. It's really fucking good, in my opinion. I really like it. It's got like a... Sl- it's like s- super chill, in a sense. Not as chill as Nushishi... But I thoroughly enjoyed it, like a lot, and uh, definitely recommend it. Uh, Eden of the East, uh, Vinland Saga. I will say for the last one. 
to make it easier on everybody. Works for me. Yeah. I might be able to knock out a few episodes prior to as well to help with. I think it's in total like only four hours. If you watch 12 episodes, is like four hours watching. No, I'm talking about Vinland. What? I guess we'll be closer, watch a little bit of Vinland Saga here and there. Yeah, so that way it will make it easier for me. So it's not just all 25 episodes in one week. Oh, it's going to be a a long time. It's going to be like, we only have. We have like three months left. So it's like four assignments from now. Right. But he's saying like, watch it as he goes. I got you. Yeah, Yeah. like knock out an episode here or there kind of thing. Alright, do we want to get into ratings? Yeah. Okay. Um, sure. My personal enjoyment, I gave this a 10. I This made me feel a lot of emotions. And it also had some decent humor in it, too. Like, the fucking... I love the... Uh, we've been talking about Suo, Naho, and Kakeru the entire time. The other three characters were also really well done. True. The friends? Yes. Oh, yeah. The glasses, dude, and then the girl that had... The, they were always, like, fake arguing and stuff like that. Ship the fuck out of I do too. Oh, same. I was about to say that. Um, I just loved it. The, we talk about that there's so many shows that have good plots, but you don't care about any of the characters. This show was the exact opposite, that you cared about every single character that was part of it. You know what really yes. pissed me off, too, about the show real quick? That did make me really fucking mad. Is if they all got the fucking letters, why didn't they say something sooner or later? Rather than, like, the last two episodes. Like, you would think that if you guys are all close friends, like, hey, I got this letter, and like, oh, I got this too. Even if you they, you would have thought they'd be crazy, like, you would think you'd want to take a chance after you realize this is actually something from the future, and you would want to listen up from your friends. Even if it's not the main character, you would think all of the other ones would have said something and not have fucking waited that long. I'm wondering if they got him at different points. That's what I'm thinking. Because that's what it seemed like. Like, Suo and Naho got theirs at the very beginning, because they, their letters talked directly about trying not to invite Kakiru on the first day. Yeah. But the other ones, I think, came in at different points, and the others became aware of it. I guess it also could have gone down, too. They probably all didn't travel there at the same time, too. Yeah. 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 Okay, okay. Plus, there's also, like, I'm really saying, like, with the way that, the, like, you know, with space-time continuum and everything and traveling back to the past kind of thing, you're not always guaranteed you're going to end up in the exact same spot. As somebody else would. True. Yeah. So that's just something that irked me a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, I sorry. think it makes sense in the total scheme of things. With there, um, animation, it gave a seven. Um, I think that there's some really well done scenes, but there's a couple ones where you kind of just like it's just like multiple characters and the faces are real weird looking. Yep, I noticed that. Um, for I'm gonna just go right into the art style that are related to it, but the individual character designs were beautiful. I thought the design of the show was immaculate. Oh, I gave great. it a nine in that. It wasn't quite like Violet Evergarden or um, Your Lion April, but it reminded me a lot of Your Lion April. Yeah. Um, character development, I gave it a ten. That's the entire show. Yeah. Is to develop these friendships and everything like that and how much they care about each other. It, I had no complaints about that at all. Plus, it wasn't just a like, Oh, we've got two months to save this guy, so we got to become best friends with him. It develops over almost an entire year. And I yeah. love the way that everything develops in, like, a natural flow. Um, soundtrack, I gave a seven. I really like the open. I thought the music inside the show was pretty well done. Um, there was nothing super special about it, so I can't give it higher. Um, world building, I gave a nine, because kind of like what Wiki was saying, of like they establish how the time travel kind of works, and 
kind of how their the each individual person's world around themselves. We get to know everyone's family in at least a little bit. Yeah. In every in some form of way, we get to see into their home lives a little bit too. We get to meet Kakira's grandma, who is also played by Linda Young. I know the fact. As, as soon, soon as I like, started talking, yeah, I'm like, that's Genkai. Um, plot ten. I I thought this plot was wonderfully written. VA performance was an eight, especially Jason Lybrek as Suo. I thought it did an amazing job. Yeah. Um, overall, I thought it was very well suiting for all the characters. I already mentioned art style. Unique as I gave an eight. Um, it has a lot of reminiscence of Erased. And I'm sure that, I can't think of it off the top of my head, but I know there are other time travel anime out there that kind of have that same type of idea of trying to, you know, obviously change the past. Um, even Plunderer, to a point, has that. But it's still unique enough in the way it does it for me. And the recommendability, I gave a nine. The only reason I wouldn't recommend this to someone is if they cry very easily. But overall, I gave this an 87. But those are good tears to cry, though. Yeah. Like, uh, emotions are meant to be felt. Yeah. I'm happy with my score, though. What'd you say it was? Uh, recommendability gave a 9, and the overall is an 87. Yeah. Um, next? Sure. Uh, personal enjoyment for me was a 10. I fucking love this show. It was a banger. It was also extremely depressing. Fuck you. I've had three good ones this year. Yeah, fuck off. Uh, animation, I gave a seven. Uh, I do agree. Like, overall, it was well done, but there were those moments where it just, some of the faces went, like, with certain angles, or, like, if it was kind of a farther shot or something, it just looked slightly off. Um, character development, I gave a ten. Um, yeah, like you said, it's the whole show. It's the whole purpose of the show, and they knocked it out of the fucking park. Uh... Soundtrack, I gave a 7. I thought it was good for what it did. The intro and outros were pretty decent. Not my personal favorites, but I thought the music fit well with the show. Uh, world building, I gave an 8. Um, Our score, that was the first score we've had that was different so far. The world building? Yeah. I gave it a 9, you gave it an 8. The other 4 that you've already said were the exact same. <laughs> uh, yeah, world building is an 8 for me. Um, honestly, like everything with the world building fits so well. Um, it is still just regular world, but the way that they did it with, uh, basically with timelines adding into it and just being able to kind of help with what the world is, I thought it fit pretty well. Uh, plot and VA performance, I gave both tens. Uh, I thought that all the voice actors did an incredible job. I can't think of a moment where, like, something just didn't seem right with the script or with the way something was said like it all just felt so like casual real like it didn't seem scripted to me uh art style gave a nine i thought it was really well done uh i do agree it wasn't violent evergarden style of uh art style and very few shows are yeah but it was very well done that comes down to like animation like well i was all saying and animation uh Uniqueness, I gave an 8 as well. Um, and recommendation, I I gave a 10 for recommendation. I think that this is a show that, even if you do cry easily, like this is a show that you have to, you have to watch, I think you would have to watch it. Especially with, you know, how everything was with COVID, people started getting into depression because of their isolation and, you know, all that stuff. Like this is a show that, if you have people that are going through this kind of situation, or even if you want to get a better understanding of 
dealing with something like this, this is definitely a show that you need to watch. It's uh, not even necessarily just depression. It's the fact that the whole live life with no regrets thing, too. It's like... Yeah. Well, live life and suicide, yeah. all like, that stuff. Just live life to make memories, you know? Don't hold on to things like that. Like, it shows... Guys, I really want to rewatch Violet Evergarden now because we've been talking about it. <laughs> of course you do. Yeah. Uh, for it again. Uh, watch so, one piece. Total for me is 89. So not too far off from what Frenchie had. Alright, we had technical difficulties for two seconds. Um, <laughs> uh, personal enjoyment is a 10. I loved it so much. Animation, I gave it an 8. Uh, character development, I gave it a 10. Soundtrack, I gave it an 8. I did really like the uh, op- uh, opening and closing. There's also like little snippet songs in there that I really like. I think it was at the carnival where this one star song started going to play. And it was like, and then it just like stopped. I don't know why I really like that. <laughs> uh, soundtrack. Wait, so here about 10. Okay, soundtrack. What World building, I gave a 9. I don't think it's a 10, but I also kind of want to make it a 10 for world building strictly because of the fact. What else could they have done in this world to develop it like more? They, I feel yeah. like when I think about it, they did everything that they could have done for this, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Like, like what did they lack in doing what they were supposed to do with world building? Right? Yeah. Like, 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 what did they actually do wrong and what, they did, what did they not build on enough? Yeah, you're, you're in that middle ground of like, you want to give it a 10 because they knocked a lot of things out, but you're also like, you want to give it a 9 because like, you feel like maybe there could have been more, but you're not exactly sure what. Yeah, like, I don't know yeah. what the like point would be to either increase it or like the argument to not make it a 10 would be. Because like, I don't think they did anything wrong when it comes to the world building. Because like, they did stuff that they needed to do, and like some shows, like, like oh, the slime, they built up a whole thing but like could they have expanded on the kingdoms more yeah they could have you know or like shit like that what else could they have expanded on like the time travel and stuff they were literally just guessing there's no concrete like any okay yeah I'm gonna skip that uh plot I gave a 10 voice acting performance I gave a 7 I actually thought this was a little bit above average a lot of the voices like they all kind of sounded generally the same throughout the entire show I didn't really feel like there was any influctuations in any of the voices they were pretty much just like the same, but they also did a great job displaying the emotions. Uh, Art style, I gave it 9. Uniqueness, I gave it 9. And recommendability, I gave it 10. For the same reasons as you. I think everybody should watch this if they can handle a slice of life show if it's not just fully uh, action. Because one, I feel like every person in this world can relate to this in some way and take a good thing away from the show. And everybody needs to see that. So to not only like help their lives better, yeah. or better other people's lives, and that's a total of ninety. So far, I think this might be I... our highest rated show of the season, from what it's seeming like so far. Zerio, Machini, the sexiest man on this fucking planet. What's up? What he said. Uh, my personal enjoyment was a ten. I loved this show. Uh, animation, I gave a six. Um, in addition, you guys mentioned, like, the wonky faces, but I don't know if any of you guys noticed that there were quite a few times that this show did awful, awful 3D models. Yeah. When they're, like, walking around. I noticed, I just didn't care in regards to the overall of everything else. Like it was. Ooh, that's a big thing for me. 
Yeah, I know. Um, but character development, I gave a 10. Uh, soundtrack, I gave an 8. Uh, I, I definitely agree with what, what you were saying, what you guys were saying about the, uh, the soundtrack that plays, like, throughout the, the show. It was really good. Uh, world building, I gave an 8. Plot, I gave a 10. Uh, voice acting, I gave a 9. I, I spent the whole time, like, trying to trying to pick out voices when I was like too lazy to look it up. Uh, and then it finally hit me the day that um, uh, the, I, I can't remember, the, the suicidal kid, uh, he's you know. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so I was like holding on to that for a while. Like, Who the fuck is this voice? God. But, yeah, I, I thought they all did really well. Uh, art style, I gave a 7. Uh, uniqueness, I gave an 8. And then uh, recommendability, I gave a 9. Totaling 84. So that brings our average to... Oh, the main character was also Noel. I didn't notice that. And then the... Uh, um, the uh, suicidal person. I can't remember his name at the time. I had totally K. Um, that was you know. It does He literally just said that. It's like, it's uh, like K Euro. Kakaru. Kakaru. I don't know. Kakaru. That's it. So that averages out to eighty-seven point five, rounded up eighty-eight. Oh, I hate this. Weta was voiced by Tia Ballard. Yep. I hate that. Yep. Why? Tia Ballard is one of my favorite voice actors, and I fucking hate Weta. <laughs> I will say the voice director for this was also Jerry Jewell. So he picked that banger cast. Why does it, his name sound familiar? Jerry Jewell? He's the voice of Keo in... Um, Lick. Yeah, he's, yep. he's licked in... Uh, he's also... Nezuka, um, Nezero, or Netero, whatever, the, the gerbil principal from MHA. Nezu. Nezu, yeah. He's also um, Jin in Yu Yu Show. Okay. The Wind Demon. yeah. Also, uh, really good she play. Uh, it was just it's just under additional voices. Oh, that might be like one of the first things that got her going in voice acting because this show is twenty sixteen. Yeah. Huh. Well, guys, that was our rating. The anime assignment is not Vinland Saga. It's Eden of the East. Uh, this is a double parter. Uh, this is not planned, but to make it easier. Uh, was going to do uh, one person for every episode, but Connie's getting two because of uh, uh, necessity at this point in time. So, Eden of the East, not Villain Saga, but you can still watch Villain Saga if you want. I've been told it's very, very good. Well, get credit for it, though. Yeah, you. but it's going to come back around, so... You can work ahead. Yeah. I guess, yeah. So, yeah, that's the anime assignment. Have a good night. I love you. Some of you, I don't know. I don't, it'd be kind of weird if I said it to people I don't know. Who knows? You decide if it's weird. It's okay. I Yo, love Jackie you guys, Moore. even if he doesn't. I fucking love Semi Pro so much. Everybody love everybody. Semi Pro so Bye. fucking. Semi Pro so fucking funny. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Weekly Weaves podcast. We'll be back next week with more exciting anime talk. Make sure to join us every show to stay up to date with what's going on in the world of anime. We'll catch you next time.